Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. Joining you here the day before a UFC 275 between Glover Teixeira, the reigning Defend, I don't know how that works. Is he? He's not defending yet, right? He is reigning, though. He is. He is defending. I got, but he hasn't defended it yet, has he? But he is defending. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, there we are. Hot take, hot box, shoulder strikes, MMA podcast. We're here. Ty, how are you feeling? Uh, and you can explain to me the because sometimes he doesn't say it. That's when I'm confused. I guess you're not yeah. undisputed when there's an interim title. The way I thought undisputed work was like, at least before. I thought you had to have like a bunch of like a random number of defenses or some shit. Like you were the undisputed champion because you've been champion for so long. I don't know what the actual definition is. I know in boxing, undisputed is like when you have all the belts and you're the you're the you're the undisputed guy. But it's a lot different than, than UFC when there's one belt. So I don't know. We'll just we'll call me the uh, Brazilian pitbull. All right, the Brazilian pitbull is facing off against the uh, Ganja Samurai uh, Yuri Prohashka, who probably doesn't smoke weed, but it doesn't make sense because of the shit that this guy's doing. He's wearing an eye patch today and reading something or writing some. Uh, just some His hair is getting crazier and crazier. Yeah, right it's, he does look like a uh, like a like an antenna. It, it, shit is crazy uh, for Mister Prohaska, but we will get into all that. But first, we will talk about last week. We had a UFC Fight Night card from the Apex: Alexander Volkov and Jarzinho Rosenstrike. Uh, where, where do we go? I mean, I don't, I really don't have much to say here other than I have just continue to overestimate Jarzinho's abilities, and he's not good. Uh, and that, that's pretty much all I have to say. I mean, Volkov is like Volkov is just that. Uh, he's the gate. I think he's a gatekeeper, and I, I never mean that in a bad way. But he is that guy who, like, if you're going to fight for the title or get into that talk, you have to go through him, and that's. Kind of what Aspinall did a little bit. That's what you know. Some of these guys, even a Derek Lewis, even though that fight was kind of questionable because he was Lewis was losing that fight the whole time. But Cyril gone, you know, like uh, he's just one of those guys, and he's gonna either he's either gonna knock you down or he's gonna just keep keep ascending. Because if you look at his last couple wins, Hardy, Walt Harris, Overeem, Martin Tybor, it's not top ten, top fifteen, or you know, it's not really the upper echelon, right? But, no. you know, when these guys who are trying to make the up-and-coming come up, he either beats them or like an Aspinall. Like you, you get respect for a Volkov win. Volkov is no easy out. I will not fade him against a guy like Jarzinho again. I have learned my lesson. I am sorry, Drago. And uh, he, he, he pieced them up. And uh, real quickly about the talk of them, a bad decision of some sort or, or whatever that – like the – the stupidity that was going on after him saying, like, let me go out to sleep on my back. All right, man, but how about you keep your mouthpiece in your mouth and uh, you, you don't turn around and look like you're trying to get out of the cage. Uh, like, I, I don't know. Like, it, that fight was over. I don't think there was anything close to a, a uh, early stoppage. And I, you know I'm one to come in here. I even bet Jarzinho, but I was like, oh, this fight's over. Like, he was getting cooked up against the fence. Eight straight shots unanswered. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, his mouthpiece flew. Like, yeah, it did. Jesus Christ. Like, uh, you know, 
I, I still don't know what Herb was doing. I don't know what he does. I don't know. You know, it's, he just he doesn't know what to do anymore. It's kind of sad. Um, <clears throat> it was definitely the right stoppage. I don't think that was wrong. I just think he uh, he hesitated. He can't hesitate. He who hesitates is lost or some shit like that, right? Something like yeah. Um, Volkov, isn't it crazy? He's only thirty three. Like you wouldn't been think. In the UFC five years, six years now. He's had thirteen fights. He's only thirty three. I think Rosenstreich's thirty four. Like, it's crazy. I guess he's still around, you know what I mean? Like, I was really, I was thinking he's he's going to get clipped and just drop against the cage with one of those hooks from Rosenstreich, honestly. But, uh, yeah, I just don't think he, I think he's too slow and he thinks he's too hittable to, to ever be a champion or be at the top, especially with some of the guys we have now. I mean, he lost the, you know, the, two of the top contenders, uh, Aspinall and Gunn, and then even Blades. <clears throat> Uh, who else? Lewis too. But, you know, obviously he was yeah, beating back the whole fight. Day, day. Um, so I, I don't really know what's like next for him. I mean, there's not really much to do. Uh, who hasn't he fought yet? Uh, you know, Toivasa. I mean, obviously he's everybody's pretty much booked up. Like I don't really know. Um, yeah, maybe really know. if Toivasa were to lose, he could get him or something like that. But I think he's just going to continue to keep fighting these guys that are up and coming, right? I mean, it's probably his the best spot for him. Because he's not like like you said, he's not really like he's not in title contention at the moment. He just needs to put some like multiple wins together, and then we can talk about fight one of those guys up in the top five. Yeah, but you know, it's kind of hard for me. I maybe uh, Augusta Sakai uh, or he has a fight anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Truly, I really, Dawkus, really booked up. You know, like. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like it, it, Dante Mays. Maybe he fights a Romanov after this. Um, but I think he's fighting Almadoch. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, what, what's his name? Crowder or uh, Alan Crowder? Alan Crowder, of course. You could do Alan that. Oh my God! Uh, oh yeah. I mean, what are we talking about here? But Jelton on Almeida for that. Uh, he would get smoked. Hey, I honestly, I'm taking Jelton Almeida pretty much over anybody in the UFC right now. I yeah. I mean, what heavyweight beats him? Uh, yeah, I'm buying. I'm buying into the hype big time, dude. Big time. He's. He's fighting uh, um, Abdul Rachmanov soon. Gonna smoke him. He's yeah, gonna, he's gonna, gonna him. he's gonna absolutely destroy that man. So <laughs> let's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It was a good fight. You know, good finish by him, but I didn't take too much out of it. And you know, that's the thing. Like, I I want to spend some time on these fights. I don't want to disrespect them, but I just don't have. I really don't. I don't have much to say. Like, Evil have smoked Dan Ige. This is very predictable. I wanted to. I told you, I wanted Easier. to bet Ige, but it was just kind of. I I knew he was going to be tough enough to not get finished, but he should have been finished because he was getting his ass beat. And like, yeah, like uh, Evil Ev is a guy I want to see, but I don't know who I would match him up against. He's he's Bryce got Mitchell. yeah I saw that I, I kind of like that, that would I mean be, that would be sick. what about Giga the Josh Giga, Emmett, I mean, you know like he's that's the next the move for him even a Korean zombie he could fight I'd I'd rather see like a a matchup like Bryce Mitchell because like they're just two fucking colliding styles that I, I truly I don't even know who I'd Arnold Allen I mean kind of similar thing there like um. I don't think either of them, the three have lost. Arnold Allen, Mozart, and uh, Bryce Mitchell, they're all undefeated, I believe. Yeah. Arnold Allen has one loss, but in the UFC is not a no. So uh, any of them, man, honestly, I think would be awesome fights. I think I'd, I think I'd, I think I favor um, Evloev over over Bryce Mitchell. I don't know about Arnold Allen. I think Arnold Allen's stand-up's a little too gummy, knocked out Dan Hooker. Uh, Evloev doesn't have that finishing ability. 
that I think sets him back a little bit. Not not too much. I mean, he he can dominate. He can do this for his entire career and just win decisions. Three rounds, five rounds. If that's if that's just what he's going to do, I mean, why not? But obviously, I think you know it lowers the ceiling a little bit. I think Arnold Allen, he's stronger, bigger. He has more finishes and more of a killer mentality. Uh, Bryce Mitchell kind of has that killer mentality too, but he doesn't. He doesn't get any finishes. I mean, he couldn't even finish Charles Rosa, you know. So, um, I think Evoloev and Bryce Mitchell will be is definitely next up. I'm all in. Sign me up, dude. So sign me up. Uh, Lucas Almeida finishes Mike Trezano. Uh, mm. we, we didn't get this one right, but I'm, I mean, I thought Trezano was winning, right? If I remember correctly. Um, but it, I think I think he won the first round. He like knocked him down at the end of the, the first second. round, lost the second. Or yeah, like, so I guess he, yeah, I guess it kind of it was, could have gone either way. I don't know but. what was it at the end. I was right in the beginning of the third. So yeah, I mean it was he was just getting, he, he got wild, man. And and Almeida yeah. is somebody that's trustworthy. Hits hard, yeah, hard. Almeida, it's hard, man. He's wild. Yeah, that's kind of the reason I thought he was gonna, he was going to lose when he lost that Zell Huber kid on the contender series. That kid's super young, and he was um, he was giving him some some lessons in the boxing um, variety. And he's like ten years older than him too, so I wasn't sure. But you know, he caught him late, and Trezano was doing good. You know, he he looked good. He almost caught him right there in that exchange. I mean, he just doesn't hit as hard. He's he, you know Almeida hits it's like a truck. He does, and. and... It just this one hurt, but uh, you know it didn't hurt. <clears throat> Kareem Silver, oh, I, I did not mean to cough right into the mic. I am sorry, everyone. Right into but the mic, right in my ears, right into the mic, right into everyone's ears. Thank you. Uh, nine <laughs> minutes in, made made my first mistake, but I'll make many more. Kareem Silva gets <laughs> it done against Poliana Boteo in a uh, with a nasty darts choke. That, I mean, she's finished every professional fight she's been in. It, we we told you on uh, we, we told you last Friday, yeah, that we were all in. We you don't usually bet UFC uh, making their first time, but this was we're wrong. all in on the killer, dude. We, yeah, we we were we uh, we broke our own rules. Killer Kareen, I'm in. Yeah, Botello, you know, yeah, never really thought she was anything. I mean, you you lose a split to Luana Carolina, that's a, that's a huge red flag. Um, but no, Kareen Kareen still looked good, dude. She left, she locked that up quick. She's only 28. Um, she could be a player in this division. Hanging out with uh, her boyfriend, I believe, is Wellington Terman. It looked like so. That's... Oh wow! I did not even did not even see that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's Do you very. Think who wins, her or Wellington Terman? If she lands the first shot, Wellington's going to sleep. So, <laughs> um, Odie Osborne <laughs> with a very quick knockout of out of Shaev, uh, who falls to four and four. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm not much to say here other than that guy shouldn't have been here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Um, I guess I overestimated him. Kind of crazy <laughs> for a four and three fighter, but uh, Osborne's good, man. Uh, I like him at 125. I think he makes some mistakes, but you know, you put him up against somebody that's not that good, and he'll uh, dispatch him. Alonzo Menafield smashed the Ukrainian Conor McGregor, who could not get it done first country. <laughs> Uh, he, he fucking destroyed him. Uh, and oh, I, no, I, I wanted, I wanted that submission bad, but it didn't seem like he really wanted to let him off the hook easily. He wanted to smash that guy's face in and, and he did. Fair enough. He was very mad at him. He was mad. He was upset. I mean, the guy did have four different records or three different, however many, <laughs> but he didn't, that that's very upsetting, but you know, it's I'm not, guessing ups- we will not see any more of Mr. No Mercy. I hope not. Definitely not on ESPN plus. <laughs> I hope not, but <laughs> You know who did? You know who did not disappoint? Carolina Kovalevich, dude. 
I, I mean, <clears throat> we're talking about we're talking about a renaissance here, a, a comeback, a career remaking for the ages. Carolina is a goddamn savage, dude. In all seriousness, now she looked incredible in this fight. Yeah, she looked good. I mean, she looked really good. That, like plus she looked, money. she looked violent. Plus money, plus money, dude. How? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, she was fighting Felice Herrick. She was coming off five straight losses, but Felice hey, wasn't exactly. That she did beat Felice Herrick. Yeah, Felice wasn't exactly coming off of a uh, rousing win streak either. So. Listen, don't trust any of these girls who are just jacked to the gills. Don't yeah. trust Hannah Goldie. Don't trust Felice Herrig. They're bums. Just because they're jacked out of their mind doesn't mean shit. I didn't think she honestly finished her. I wonder what what um, what she was inside the distance. Oh, uh, it's probably something crazy. Something I should have took. Something we both should have talked about. I mean, who could have seen that coming? It was she looked like uh like the the woman who was fighting for the title. You know, like she looked like that like young, hungry, up and coming fighter, which she's looked cooked for some time now. Yeah, and, and I mean, but at least both of them did. So it was yeah, good like, for her. Who's, who's so. less cooked? <laughs> exactly. So, and Felice uh, Herrig is completely cooked because she laid the uh, gloves down in the octagon <laughs> at the end of the fight, and that is it for Felice Herrig. So I guess we will not Sorry, be having Laura. any more easy money. Yeah, I guess not. But, but uh, what's next here? Joe Selecki has its own, has its jiu-jitsu own. Uh, Joe Selecki gets a majority decision, which was kind of questionable in my mind due to the fact that I didn't think it was a, like that close. I thought he won two rounds and he got a point taken away. Like uh, Alex De Silva got got one. So I thought it was like a 29-27 or maybe even if it was like a one-round thing. I thought he definitely won by like two points. I don't know how that guy – had the Silva win in two rounds. I thought the Silva won the first and lost the last two. That's just that's where I was at with it. But, you know, grappling's just too – Joe Selecki's wrestling and grappling is just too much. Yeah, I had, a, I had an issue with this. I thought it should have been a draw. Really? Um, yeah, I thought I thought Silva won the first and the third, man. Uh, I wouldn't fault Adelaide you for thinking Bird. that, to be honest. Uh, Adelaide Bird Ad- is a moron, but let me just say. Adelaide Bird, the fact that I'm agreeing with Adelaide Bird kind of gives me pause, so. Mm-hmm. That's, that's rough, but then again, you know, Saudi Amato, Derek Cleary, you know, are the best, best of judges. Either. I I don't know. I thought De Silva definitely he looked good, but you know, having your toes in the fence for uh, three hundred fifty-seven times. Also, Tanyoni is garbage. Like yeah, he's, he's worst ref. We're gonna have to ever. when we get a a, a little he's, slow. He's, week. he's at the very bottom. We're gonna have he's to make a week a, a week of the worst refs in, in mixed martial Holy arts. Holy shit, man! I don't know what, like, you stopped him and then take a play. He waited till the next round. Like, he didn't even tell anybody. He didn't, I didn't even know. I don't think nah, he, he put the finger up for the one point and the uh, announcers, like, figured it out. But, like, he didn't stop the fight because I don't think he wanted to give up the the position or whatever. I think that was the reason. Then he just reasoning. kept doing it and then, like. Yeah, but, like, th- that's the thing. They gave him, like, 13 warnings. And he did that in a couple of the fights. Something, there was another fight where somebody had their toes in the cage the whole time. And it's just, like. What the fuck? Uh, I thought the Silva looked good. I know he, he you know, Selecki had him in some trouble, but I don't think he was really never, you know, he was never in any danger. He never got under the neck. Uh, and he honestly looked good. I, I think he had he more control time. That guillotine, though. I thought he had more, I think he might have had more control time than Selecki. If I might have seen that stat right, could be probably wrong, though. But, you know, his ground game isn't bad either. His defense is just not, you know, not good. Uh, Selecki's top game, top pressure and control is fucking awesome. 
Yeah. But his stand up's still a problem. I, you know, oh, yeah. I, I still don't favor him against anybody with, with good stand That's why I took Select um, Silva because I thought the Silva had the, the ground game to kind of negate that, but it, it didn't. You know, it, it ended up getting him, uh, also got him cut, which I don't understand. Really? I didn't know that. Why? Because he's like 21 and 5. He's young. He's good. Uh, I mean, yeah, he had his toes in the cage, but like if you watch any yeah, fight. I mean- and they're and any fighter's feet are near the cage. Their toes are in it all the time. Lost to Brad Riddell. Like I guess I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. He, exactly, his losses aren't even bad. Maybe sometimes they just don't like guys. And that, that sounds stupid, yeah. but like it, it yeah. literally is. Like I mean, he's hey, fair enough. He's twenty six, right? Yeah. Yeah. That that doesn't make that makes no sense to me because I don't watch that fight and go, oh my god, Selecki absolutely cooks him. Like that's yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe they cut him because of his hair. Probably don't like, yeah. They probably don't like his hair, and he also just like dipped out uh, after the after the. He was not happy about the uh, decision, yeah. but listen, I wasn't either. Neither, yeah. I guess I wouldn't but, be either. Uh, I maybe again, maybe he got cut because of his hair. If they cut Damon Jackson because of his tattoos on his back, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. What the hell is that? Two lines? Like, what are they? Just just big lines? I don't know. He dominated Daniel Argetta. Uh, he didn't look great, though. No. I, I, I don't, don't know what the hell happened. I don't uh, <sighs> I don't get the... I'm not a tattoo guy, but like I, I, I can respect tattoos that look looks cool. Like that, that they... Volkov's back. Awesome. Sean Brady's tats. Great. <laughs> I, but, I'm trying to... Th- I'm, right now, I'm trying to... I mean, yeah, Volkov... Brady, they had the cool like devil back tat, which is absolutely sick. What the hell are the lines, dude? Tell me. What does it, what does it mean? That's not the meaning. Sorry, I'm just getting text right now. Like being offered to go to the Phillies game tonight, which is a, whoa. That's a huge you problem. You can't pass that up. No, I really can't. That's, that's why I am trying to make this happen on the fly right now. I am sorry, Damon Jackson. Figure does, it out, dude. Let, real quickly though, I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect Damon Jackson because. He kind of got like his leg was fucked up early in that fight. You could just tell like he got a he got a couple of them leg kicks and he did not receive them well. But his like his grappling and just his ability to always somehow win a scramble and end up on top and I dude, I don't like he's but he's good like he kind of doesn't this doesn't make sense but it kind of does in my mind. He's like a Selecki in my mind a little bit where his grappling and just he's he's so powerful on top with that control and everything, but everything else, like he's in deep, deep danger. Like yeah. he does not know how to respond to shots well, or kind of, I, w- I will give Selecki credit though. He, it looked like he like was a little more comfortable on his feet. It may not have looked like uh, technically sound or, or whatnot, but he, he was landing some like heavy shots. Like that, that like you could hear the sound on the, on the broadcast. You're like, Holy shit. Like, these don't look clean, but he's just like dipping his head and landing clean shots to the jaw. I'm like, oh my god! All right, let's like let's do this. But Damon Jackson has some has some serious quit in him somewhere. It's 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 happening. Give him Joe Anderson, Brito, maybe uh, Larone Murphy, uh, maybe Hakeem Dawadu. Um, I mean, he's good. You know, he he lived up to his nickname, the Leech. Uh, he's just a lot bigger than that dude. You know, like Daniel get is small. Yeah. And he was kind of, you know, he was bullying Damon Jackson at points. Even, you know, late in the fight where, okay, I guess I, I understand Damon Jackson for being tired. If they're both tired, but, you know, Daniel Argetto wasn't tired. And he was, you know, piecing them up. And then just a weird fight. And it got really weird. I had Damon Jackson by finish or by sub or 
just finished, I think, and he couldn't do that for some reason. I don't know how, but, you know, what are you going to do? So what do we got next here? Uh, Benoit Saint-Denis. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to keep you updated. These tickets might be free. That's what I'm finding out here that I might not have to pay for these things. So here we go. Uh, you can't turn that down. <laughs> yeah, man. This is a what a I I'm, I might have to go get myself a couple of booze bags. You know, get get, get a nice IV, set myself up, and get ready to head down to the old Phil's game. Uh, hopefully, uh, everyone out there, big fans of baseball. I know uh, lots of yeah. huge ban- fans of baseball listen to this. LOL, JK. Benoit Saint-Denis, I'm going to go through this quickly, though. Stoltz was kind of cooking him for portions of this fight, which is not, not a good look in my mind. Mr. Stoltz has also been cut. Yeah, well, he kind of deserves it, right? Uh, we're not, we're not, let's, let's, not, uh, let's not sugarcoat this. He, he's really not UFC caliber level if you're going to get – it just kind of where you just give up a, a fight. Uh, it's – I don't – see, like this is the first name that came to mind. When when I just uh, thought about Peter Barrett, that's what I thought of. Like that's Peter. just like a guy who like had a fight in the bag and then just gets cooked. But he didn't really necessarily have this one in the bag. But but I don't know. Ben Saint Denis, I need more. Need to see more, brother. Yeah. Tony Gravely. Uh, like, oh, sorry, guy. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I don't want. No, I like his finishing ability in his ground game. I you know I think he's a beast, but not a beast as in like that. Like he's physical. He's, he goes after it. Uh, he's he's just a little too much. Too he's a little too much. Too crazy. He's gonna calm down. Fix the stand up striking. He gets cut a lot. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, I like. Yeah. I don't know. I, it just kind of just did. This fight was one of those ones that did nothing for me. I didn't think anything more or less of anyone. Yeah. Uh, anyone. Then. I mean, kind of same. Kind of same. Now here with the Gravely fight, it was exactly fucking, what, a minute. Was yeah, it like a minute or some shit. And he cra- that was a nasty uppercut though. So like, yeah. but again, Ooh. like it was too quick. I don't know what to think of Munoz. Is he a bum? You know, like those. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, you know, like I don't want to say that, but that's just like the first. These are why sugarcoat it. You know, these are the words that are coming <laughs> in my mind. So I'm not. Uh, t- yeah, Tony Gravely is good. He's he's kind of you know if he's going to be able to knock dudes out, then you know that that's that, that's a big plus because the last couple fights has been kind of uh, like wrestling crotch sniffing territory if i were you know yeah, if i can recall that. and that's not that's not exactly for uh you know gonna get you good fights or a high level of excitement but you know knock fucking guys out like that then yep you got me me you got my attention jeff molina took out your boys uh zamagulov in a Terrible. split decision which i know you Awful. did not agree with garbage i did for, i did anthony madison's needs to be fired he needs to be tar and feathered. What did you think? How the uh, fuck did who, he gave all three rounds to Jeff Molina? That's that nuts. Garbage. That's nuts. That is so garbage. I thought Molina won the fight, though. Pathetic. I thought I thought twenty nine, twenty eight, second and third round. That that was what I had. But thirty twenty seven is nuts. I thought for sure he lost the first round, if I remember correctly. He lost the first, but then he got cracked in the second. Definitely he lost did. the second. Uh, see, I this, this is one of those. If it went the other way, I would have said, oh, well, you know. Definitely Anthony Manis is pathetic. Didn't get robbed. Thank you, Anthony Manis, though, for keeping my betting night alive for a little bit longer. Yeah, than... you made the list, buddy. Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of did well here towards the beginning. I mean, at least I did for a little portion. But yeah. John, Johnny Munoz getting knocked out kind of kicked off a uh, a bad streak of. I mean, I had we had Denis, we had Jackson, we had Selecki, or I did. Uh, we had yeah, Kovacavich, if I remember stuff. correctly, right? We had at least Ma- I had that. We had Menafield, we had Osborne, we had Silva. Lost the Almeida one. 
and you know you you had Volkov and Ivalev, so we didn't do bad. Uh, uh, my, money, my money didn't do it. who I got the uh, you know that when he listened to John Anik say it sixty five times during the fight, you may, <laughs> you're able to figure it out. There you uh, go. He just put a pressure and pace on uh, Mihalidis, I believe, as well. He was who also got run. cut. Yeah, well, you know that's not. I mean, it's not that bad because he kind of he's not. He there. gets cut every fight, like literally cut. Yeah, he legitimately gets the cut. out of him. It's just not. He's like thirty four. Couldn't finish Simbular or Simbular. Yeah, uh, see, I that's told the you that's a New Mexico huge. State yeah, bad dude. <laughs> yep, he was seven oh six. Oh my god, he was actually bigger than that. I think he was like seven eight or something. Done. Done. Yeah, he couldn't even get up the court. KB Bueller, Bular, Bueller. Who do you got in a fight? Who? Sim Simbular or KB Bueller, dude? <laughs> probably Sim. They probably <laughs> have the same car- cardio, which is sad. Uh, that's not good. Sim looks like the like Canadian. Uh, uh, what's it called? Israel Adesanya, but like if you like put him in the microwave and bought him from the dollar store or something like that, like it's not, not a good situation. <laughs> sure, not a good situation. Blanchfield, not at all. Aaron Blanchfield, dominant, absolutely dominant. <laughs> didn't lose a round. Didn't lose a second People, of this fight. Besides the first. Besides the first and, <laughs> and other portions of this fight, <laughs> but she gets our submission win, and we cat. Uh, hey, we we gave this out. At least I did. Submission yeah. victory, Aaron Blanchfield in the plus two hundred range. How about it? How about it? Um, yeah, I mean, she, she was getting pieced up to start the fight, the standout. I mean, JJ Aldridge hitting her with one twos and one two ones and one one ones and threes and fives. But um, that's that guillotine was nasty, dude. Like tight ass grip. <clears throat> JJ, I think I feel like she's been tapped out standing up before, which is pathetic. But um. She took care of business, beat a veteran, um, did what she had to do, another finish. I mean, how many finishes is that? For Miss Blanchfield? How many? Oh, that's only one. Oh, All right, right. well, yeah. you know. Uh, but she had a couple before that. So uh, I like I like what she can do in this division. She's still only, what, 22, 23? Um, who, who should we give her next? 125. Is what she – I don't know. They have, her, her, a, they have her number 11. On the uh, topology rankings, give her Miss Tracy Cortez. I think that'd be a good fight. Fuck yeah, see, dude! See which one's ready to take the next step. Give her. I would say Casey Casey O'Neill, but she tore her ACL. The, give so. me Calder. Don't call me Calderwood. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe not that. Maybe give me uh, maybe Alexa Grasso. She's fucking busy. Ooh, nah. Give me just give me someone we we can put it all on the line, dude. That's what I want. I want someone where yeah. we can put it all on the line. Let's fucking risk it all. I mean, Miranda Maverick, JJ Aldridge, two good wins, right? The solid, yeah. solid wins, I would say. Yeah, if you give her like Andrea Lee next, it would be bad. I mean, nobody. I mean, honestly, this whole division's booked up. Macy Barber's gonna take care of Jessica. I. I mean, you can give her Macy Barber. That would be fucking. That would be there. No, they didn't fight. Grosso's fighting Vivi, Laura Murphy, and Misha Tate, Chuk and Manon Firo. It's a good one. So, yeah, I would put her in there with Tracy Cortez. Match. Call me Sean Shelby. Sean Shelby. Give me a call, Sean Shelby. So we're going to move on to 275 quickly, but I did want to give the credit to the uh, people who won the awards. Do you know who won? Uh, what's it yeah, called? Yeah, fight of the night was Trisano Almeida, um, and then Silva and Ode Osborne got performance bonuses. Nice. It. Good. Yeah, I mean, worthy. I mean, Tony Gridley, you know, he could have got a woman to knock out. He could have got a 50 game, I'm just saying. That always goes to tell me that they just Same had Manifield, no respect but... for Johnny Munoz. <laughs> like, 
they just I guess Moser off too. Like, listen, just because you finished this guy doesn't matter. We're not giving you shit. But Osborne knocked out a, a like a local mechanic, and they. Yeah, I mean Zerugadashev might as well be. You know, he's four and four. I uh, there's nothing. Uh, yeah, there's somebody. You see, Bo Nickel knocked that guy out in his first fight. Oh my god, that <laughs> guy! I saw him walking down the street last week. <laughs> somebody said, "Please, yo, can you please remove this video?" My mailman was just trying to make some extra money. He's just, <laughs> he does not need this video to be plastered all over the internet. That shit made me crack, <laughs> and it was oh dead serious. God. Like, just please, it was like, please, in all caps, please remove this. Like, <laughs> oh man, but. The UFC leaves Vegas, Ty. We, we are we are no longer in Vegas. We are heading on a jet aeroplane to Singapore to watch Ooh. Yuri Prohoshka and Glover Teixeira get it on for the dirty <laughs> for the light heavyweight two hundred five belt in the UFC. And the odds in this fight, we have Yuri Prohoshka is a near minus two hundred favorite against the reigning champion. The reigning, defending, undisputed champion of the world, Glover Teixeira. Uh, I see a lot of uh, the MMA purists and basically MMA trolls are going to start rooting for Glover because it looks like Yuri has a little bit of a fan base behind him, I guess, or just kind of has uh, support from, you know, because I think a lot of uh, people who watch MMA root against because I, I think people get behind the strikers because it's more exciting and, and just fun to watch. And they kind of root for these boring. Like Glover Teixeira is a boring fighter for the most part. If he if he's doing what he needs to do and winning fights the way he needs to win them, he, you know it's usually not the most exciting way. But I, I I am not a hater because he's. Got, I mean the man's forty two years old. He's gotten himself into this into this championship level and fighting at a championship level. Just beat Jan Blahovich, who was, you know, he was on our pound for both of our pound for pound list, and he got just eliminated from our list after that, right? I mean, yeah, see you later, because we were just like, wow, he wasn't even close to the level of Glover Teixeira. So I would like to know what you're going with in this fight. I guess it would be fraudulent for me to not say I'm, I am on Yuri Prohoshka this fight. I just think he's going to be able to keep it up, and I think his speed, he's going to be too dynamic for Glover Teixeira. What do you think? I agree. I've been back and forth because – I truly think I, I don't like Yuri's ground game. I mean, Dominic Reyes took him down easily and kind of held him down there, which is a huge red flag. Um, you know, he kind of he kind of just tries to power out of his positions and use strength and, and and big burst. And you cannot do that against Glover, man. You got to use some technique. If he gets down on the ground at all, I think he's fucked. Like I know that's uh, you know I guess kind of obvious, but some people are kind of just saying, yeah, I mean, he can probably get up. I don't know, man. I, th- I think he's going to make some mistakes, and Glover's going to, you know, be able to take his back or take his neck or something. Um, but if it, you know, it starts standing, and uh, I think just you know, Glover has some hands, you know, for sure. I mean, I, I, he's, he's not as quick as Yuri. He's not as explosive, not as uh, athletic. Doesn't have uh, the arsenal that Yuri has. I mean, Yuri can do a bunch of different spinning back elbow, spinning back, I mean, jumping knee, switch knee. Uh, I just hope he fights a composed fight and doesn't go yeah. crazy and get get gripped up, which is kind of my fear. Like, uh, you know, Glover submission round one is plus a thousand. Glover submission round two is plus fifteen hundred. Um, in this degenerate parlay I have, I did take his second round submission because last fight he, he finished uh, Jan in the second. Before that, he finished Tiago in the third. Uh, before that, Anthony Smith in the fifth. So like, 
it takes him a round or two or, you know, a couple to, to, to get warmed up. So I feel like that's honestly not bad. Uh, he finished, he choked out Kudalab in the second. Um, like, I think that's not, I don't think that's bad at all. Yuri to win first round knockout, like plus 200. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing that. Um, I think Glover at, at his price is honestly enticing. I, if I had a bet to make, it would be that. Um, I think uh, I'm not going to bet on Yuri. I really, I, I kind of wanted to. I just don't, I don't love his odds. So uh, I'm picking him. I think he's going to get it done the first, honestly. But if it gets anything past that, I try, I don't know, man. I, I, I have some, some concerns here. Definitely some huge concerns. I, I have a f- worry that in the first, I think if Glover is able to land a takedown in the first maybe two minutes, three minutes of the fight, probably, you know, the, the sooner the better, but. It could be it could yeah. be bad news bears for Prohoshka, dude. Like it I, could be early, man. Yeah, like, like I, I don't. I know. didn't realize it with Jan until I saw just how he was slicing through him like butter, and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't think he he can. Yeah, you know, I don't think he can survive this, and then it was over shortly after that. So, I you know maybe if if he hurts uh, Glover and then Glover takes him down and Glover's still like kind of hurt and Yuri's still like fully fresh, maybe he can work his way up. I I, I truly don't know the the details of his ground game and his, if he has a submission or uh, submission Brazilian jiu-jitsu or wrestling background at all. I know he's super strong and athletic. Um, I just, I don't know, you know, how, how he would do on the ground. I mean, they claim he has two submission victories on his record okay. for all yeah. 28 wins and 25 <laughs> of the other ones are by KO. So uh, that, that's, that's a little concerning. Yeah. So like, he says he doesn't Obviously, play jujitsu. That's what he said. So, yeah. he's, he's going to have to play it a little bit if he's going to fight Glover Teixeira. I mean, Glover Teixeira is literally he grips you up, man. You that might be that might be tonight. Teixeira by submissions but, plus three fifty just for just for ever. You know. It's kind of crazy. I mean, that's his that's his path to victory. You know, like you might as well take that and not his money line. I mean, I guess he could maybe get a ground and pound, you know, finish. Possibly, but he's not looking for that. He's looking for the fucking rear naked choke, man. That's that's what he's doing. That's exactly what he's looking for. He's looking to take her back and choke you the fuck out. That, that's that's just what he does. Um, I, I'm I'm very tempted, honestly, to take him because I think he's going to be able to get in a situation where Yuri's out of position. Like that happens all the time. Um, you know, he spins and gets knockouts. You know, what happens if he spins and gets taken down? That's you know, he might be done. Um, I'm still going to take him because I the fight starts standing up. You know. And he's got that speed advantage. He's got the power advantage. He's got the everything advantage standing up. So I'm I'm gonna trust him to to, to do it early. I I can't believe I really cannot. I, the, the more I sit here and think about it, that that Glover to share a submission looks fucking nice, dude. <laughs> well, I think first or second. I mean, I guess. I mean, I just don't think it goes late. Like I know either way, right? I know. I guess you know. I don't know. I mean, I I feel like if it, you're, I think you're kind of right though. Like either way, if Yuri's going to win this fight, he's going to hurt him. Like if and they stand for large portions of this to fight, like Yuri has shown that he's just willing to walk walk into the fire and be like uh, stupidly aggressive, and it's worked out in his favor so far. And it, that could come back to bite him though, because he could get scooped, taken down. And then just look like look like he's underwater on the ground. Uh, that's uh, I'm a little scared. I might just bet around here. I really second so round. I, really, I think you're right on the second round. I really like under two and a half. It's minus two twenty five, which isn't great. But if you like pair it with uh, 
over two and a half in the way leads Joanna fight, which I also think is a lock, which is also around minus 200. I think you have a nice little plus money parlay. Um, I truly think this is two and a half rounds. I think it ends before that. I don't think it even reaches the third round. Uh, it might not even reach the second. Honestly, I, I think it gets done early. Uh, and there's two paths, you know, uh, Yuri knockout, Glover sub. Uh, it, this, this happens a lot. Um, but in this, in this, ju- in this case, a two or five, I think it happens early no matter who. And I'm, you know, I'm still kind of back and forth. I'm, I'm going to go Yuri. Uh, but either way, I think under two and a half is like kind of the bet. I know it's, you know, minus 225 is a great value, but again, Parlena with one other little thing, I think is the, is the move here. I'm actually locking in it right now. Wow. Live on the podcast bet going on right now. That's fucking crazy. We do have another title fight on this card. My One of my favorite fighters in all of mixed martial arts is getting in there. Valentina Shevchenko is defending her title against Talia Santos. 125 belt. And you are getting very typical odds for a Valentina Shevchenko fight. She is minus 600. Uh, do you, do you have any thoughts or, or what you think is going to happen here? Or is, is this like a not non bettable fight? Uh, probably not. I mean, let's see. How's Valentina been getting chicks out of here lately? Um, ground and pound, ground and pound, ground and pound, all from crucifix, uh, head kick. When's the last time she had a sub rear naked choke on Priscilla Cachoeira, who's, you know, arm bar Juliana Pena. So I, I don't know if she can, I, I I don't think Tyler Santos has like a ground game per se, like a, a deep, deeply rooted ground game. Like, I don't think, you know, it's going to be, it's impossible for uh, Valentina to submit her. Um, I just don't think Valentina's going to go for that. You know, she doesn't really go for submissions, but she's also kind of hard to like track. I don't know what, what she's going to want to do. She just wants to win and, you know, finish her, but she has boring rounds. You know, she has a lot of, dullness in her game I, I love her but you know she she has a lot of inactivity in her fights so i could see this go in the distance i think tyler santos could steal around but maybe that's it like other I'm than that s- i'm seeing plus 450 plus 108 for the submission to tko tko being plus 108 or 180 mm-hmm. sorry 180 even money for decision yeah i don't know what to go with there i mean so you got three bets for Valentina. Obviously, she's going to do one of them, one of the three. Um, I would probably lean points. I don't think subs that bad. For I wish it was more than plus 50, 450, but she just doesn't go for it enough for me to do that. So, yeah. I mean, maybe points. Honestly, I don't know if she finishes Tyler Santos. I know Tyler has a really shit gas tank. I don't, you know, if she goes in the fourth or fifth round, I don't know what she's going to look like. But this could be a fight where, you know, they're kind of just like coasting the whole time for a yeah. while. Yeah. You know, kind of going back and forth, coming in and out. Uh, Tyler doesn't want to take chances because she knows she's going to get head kicked or something like that. And Valentina's not going forward because she's waiting. Uh, and she also knows Tyler has some has some power, man. Tyler hits hard. Um, you know, she also got Joanne, don't call me Calder Wood, out of there in the first round, rear naked choke. So uh, I guess, the, honestly, it goes to show she has some, some jujitsu. I just thought she was more, um, you know, more, more, more stand up. But, um, you know, I, I still don't really give her that much of a chance. I don't know what she does, you know, how she does yeah. it. She's going to have to get a, 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 like a, you know, maybe a fluke takedown or a fluke back take or, a, you know, a big punch or something. Maybe she, I mean, maybe she can punch her. I, you know, I don't think Valentina has the best hands, but she's quick. Um, so, yeah, I, mean, I got Valentina uh, decision, I think. 
Give me Valentina double double chance TKO or so, submission plus one twenty five on Fanduel. So that, okay. that's good enough for me. Give me something to enjoy like and, and watch and root for somebody to get knocked the fuck out. There you uh, go. And that's kind of well, how I gamble. Somebody. It's not, you know, not somebody. Well, well, honestly though, you know, it would be as much as I love Valentina, it would be fucking nuts if she was to get slapped. It would be crazy. So. I'm always rooting for something crazy to happen, and maybe we'll get something crazy to happen in the feature bout of the night, uh, the main card. Joanna Yunjacek get making her decision or making her return from, I believe the last fight was against was it Zhang Weili, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, yeah 2020, I believe, uh, right before the pandemic, uh, against Zhang Weili, like I said, who is. Coming off of her last fight was a title fight against Rose, where she got head kicked. Is that or did she has she fought since then? No, she fought. She, um, well, she fought. They fought again, right? And then she yeah, lost. She she got robbed. Yeah, I I, I don't agree with that. But plus one forty for Joanna, minus one sixty for Zhang Weili. Uh, my heart is telling me that Joanna is going to have a vintage performance and come back and look great. My head's telling me that Weili wins a decision. What what do you say? Yeah, well, Joanna's flight got delayed. She's had uh, she lost her luggage. I don't know if they've retrieved it since, but they did lose it at one point. Um, she's had some she's had some uh, augmentations done, <laughs> and since the last fight, um, I, it, it's she took a lot of damage. I, I, I can't pick her in this. I, I just don't wow. see how she does it. I think Whaley's Wei quicker. She hits harder. If there's going to be someone who gets a finish, it's going to be Whaley. I think she's probably the stronger wrestler. Um, yeah, I trust her. I trust Whaley. I truly, I, I don't trust, I don't trust Joanna. It is raining for like the 15th day in a row. That's just, just throwing that out there. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't trust Joanna anymore. I mean, you know, I think it's going to be a great fight. I think it's going to be close. Honestly, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, I, as close as like maybe a thirty twenty seven fight could be, or you know two two round uh, two clear rounds for Whaley to one for Joanna. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how the first round goes, but I definitely trust Whaley to get it done over. It. I'm glad it's a three round fight though. It, you know, fun fact: if it was a three round fight last fight, Joanna won. Wow. So we'll see. I, I I just think it's been a while. You know, I'm sure she's training. Obviously, she's working with the best down in Florida, but. Um, I got Whaley, man. Uh, you kind of, uh, yeah. I, I can't, I can't disagree with you. But my, uh, I'm probably, I'm gonna be honest with you, everyone. I'm probably gonna wind up betting Joanna, and that's just with my heart, and I can't help it because I, I just. The, if the line shifts more, I mean, I think she's the line's gone down. I think Whaley was just at like 185 ish, and now she's like 170. I could be. I, I'm not looking at it right now. But um, I like this fight to go over. I like this fight to go to distance. I don't think. I don't think uh, you know. There's a finish. I know there wasn't one in the first fight, and it went five rounds. This one's three. It's a you know significant difference. Maybe if they have like a, a feeling out or like a slow first round, you know, it's a third of the fight. I think minus two twenty five again. Not not great money, but I think it should be like you know minus three, minus three fifty. Um, so that's my bet of this fight. Again, you parlay that with the under of the Glover fight. That's plus one hundred nine parlay. I mean, if I bet it, it's going to lose. So. That's just a warning for you guys, but that should be easy money. That is your fair warning, everyone. That, that's how I'm feeling. That's how honestly I feel. I'm just like now. The more I look at this card, I'm kind of getting a little worried because it looks like there's a lot of money to be lost on, on this on this event. Yeah, here. who the hell are you telling? 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel good, dude. Uh, <laughs> what's next here? Is this correct that we have Jake Matthews and Andre Falajo on the main card? Yeah, it got bumped up since uh, Bontarine, like died making weight or something. Never happened. Right, shout out to Bontarine, RIP. But uh, <laughs> Jack Della Madalina for fighting Ramzan Emiv. No, it's Matthews. Ah, I started. I skipped one. Matthews and Falajo. Jesus, I'm already looking at the next one, dude. That's where my mind. My mind's always moving forward. We got Jake Matthews. I have to look down the card here for this. Plus 125. Filaho minus 145. This is a easy one for me. I'm always going to bet Filaho. He gets hit, but he gives some hit as well. Uh, yeah. Now, I don't. I don't like. I mean, Jake Matthews is durable. He's good, but I just. I'm good. I'm good on the Celtic uh, kid or whatever his nickname is. Yeah. You don't like that nickname? Not really. I, I mean, he's not Irish. So what's going on there, you know? <laughs> hey, maybe he is. He has to be Irish. No, Matthews? He's from, well, I mean, maybe he's from Australia, dude. Yeah. But That'd be like me calling time. me like the Irish Stallion or something like that. It's like, dude, you're from New Jersey. <laughs> what are you Get talking about? McSweeney. They see the last name. They know, they know what's up. My name, um, my name is Mitt McSweeney. Like no, no, no one's believing that bullshit, dude. This might be my strongest uh, money line play of the night. I got Jake Matthews' decision. I think he might be able to finish from the ground. Uh, he's got a ground game. He's got a good ground game. I know he got choked out, Rocco Martin, Sean Brady, but they were both at the end of the fight. His, you know, his gas tank is an issue before, but Andre Fialo has no cardio. He got rocked uh, slightly, slightly, by Cameron Van Camp in his last fight. The Baeza fight was great, uh, you know. He looked okay in the Michelle Pereira fight, but it, it proved he can be taken down and controlled, and that's what Jake Matthews does. Uh, he did Diego Sanchez, Neil Weber, Meek, uh, a bunch of other guys. You're not, not not a great great resume, but he's been around for a little bit. He's been in the UFC since what 2015, I think, maybe even 14. Yeah, 2014, he made his debut against Deshaun Johnson. Lost to James Vick a couple fights later. I mean, so he has some decent has some decent losses. Kevin Lee should have won that Andrew Holbrook fight. I, I think he's okay, honestly. I, I you know he, he's kind of a sneaky vet because he doesn't have great wins and he doesn't you know get the finishes. But I like him over Fiala, man. I think Fiala's you know I, he's, he's just being hyped up, you know, to um, you know three good fights in the UFC and two first round knockouts. But I don't love him as a as a, as a whole. I mean, you know, he has some really bad losses in, in the regional scene. Um, Chris Curtis ground pounded him badly in PFL. I think Jake Matthews gets it done here. Wow, we have split for the first time here. It's always an, <clears throat> an emotional moment here on the podcast. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be a rough one. Fuck him, dude. Jake Matthews is going down, baby. Woo! <laughs> yeah. All right, now I'm just kidding. So Jake Della <laughs> Madalena, Jack Della Madalena fighting Ramzan. Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio, not uh, in the news for good uh, things right now, but. <laughs> Jack, Jack Della Madalena. I'm 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 betting him. I like that. I believe yeah. he I, I have not given you the odds yet, but he's minus one fifty five. I like that number. Uh Amive plus one thirty five. I, I imagine this would be a decision too, so I'm probably just gonna stick with the uh, juice with the min- minus one fifty and uh take care take care of business there. Yeah, I like I like Madalena. I think his boxing is nice, man. He has, uh, he has like really good MMA boxing. Like you don't see many Many people in MMA have like legit good boxing, you know. Like the ones that even some of the ones that have good boxing that have some like glaring holes, like in their defense or something, or in the way they move. Jack Ma- Della Madalena's nice, nice boxing man. I'm, I'm a huge fan of that, um, of him, I should say. 
I mean, you, yeah, he's kind of just boring, man. I, you know, he lost to Danny Hot Chocolate, almost lost that David Sawada dude, um, had a boring fight with Stolze, Sekulich went to – I mean, when's the last – I don't know. You know, he doesn't get finishes. He's very boring, uh, Ramazan Amiv. He had this all this hype coming in from M1, too, and then he beat Sam Alvey. You know, who hasn't? Um, I, I just – I don't really like him that much. I like Madalena. He's 10 years younger, bigger, I believe. Um, you know, he doesn't have great wins either, but – that dude, Lusa, that he beat on the Contender Series, I believe that dude's a black belt. And he had him in a, um, in a serious, serious arm triangle, and he got out of it. So, you know, I don't know if Madeline is, you know, uh, black belt or anything, but I don't think he's a fish out of water on the ground, you know. So if Amiv gets him down, I, you know, this guy doesn't even get finishes. So it, it might be a case where he loses a round on the ground, but he's at standing. I think he dominates this. I don't know if he gets a finish. Uh, you know, possibly could happen late. But I like Madeline to roll here. Couldn't agree more. I'm glad we're back on the same page here. Uh, <laughs> Sung Woo Choi fighting Joshua Kulabau. Uh, it seems like this is the part of the car where we're just going to trot Australian. This is guys. where this is where we're going to fall off a little bit. Uh, yeah, you can na- say that. Names. We have some names that are going to be hard for you to pronounce. Yeah, you <laughs> say that as well, great. dude. This next one's great. Um, but yeah, this is definitely where it goes. Oh, goddamn cliff. Yeah, crash and burn. I mean, there could be some, some fireworks. Uh, I think Cool Bell's honestly a little underrated. I feel like he gets shit on by everybody, which is, you know, was kind of earned. I mean, but he had a, he had a rough go at it. Jalen Turner was a rough debut. I mean, he knocked down Charles Jordan and they went to a split, uh, or a draw. Um, then he beat that Shyland dude at like five thousand fights. I don't think he's that bad. Uh, I think Sung Woo Choi. Uh, I think I just think he's a little better. I think he's going to be able to. I think he's better everywhere. Uh, it's kind of a bad matchup for Kula Bao. Um I know Choi has a couple couple bad losses to Caceres, but I mean Tucker and Evloev, Evloev, those are not bad losses whatsoever. You know. Yeah. Uh, he beat he beat Yusuf which at the time was a pretty decent win. I was big on the Yusuf who uh, It seems like I don't know if he got cut, but. He hasn't fought in a long time since that Sean Woodson loss. Um, and, he, and he knocked out Julian Arosa, which is what, he, what you're supposed to do when you fight him. So I kind of like Sung Woo Choi, and I, I also, I also kind of like Kula Bao, but uh, I just don't love him in this matchup. I think Choi is probably going to roll also here. I, you know, It's going to be a good fight for sure. You know, if he gets caught, if he can get caught. You never know with these guys, especially at 145. They both hit hard. Uh, but give me Sung Woo Choi. Sting. Yeah, give me Sting as well. I just refuse to. I, I'll, I'll lose money every time an Australian takes me out. But, it, you know, I just don't. They're, they're so, uh, like, I, I, like Mr. Malcoon, who we'll talk about in a little bit, where he fought Phil Halls and got absolutely destroyed in the first uh, 18 seconds of the fight. I guarantee you, if you fight. bet Brennan Allen, he'll win. So, we'll yeah. get there. Well, yeah, we'll see. Uh, and as soon as I tell you to bet Brennan Allen, Malcoon will have a... <sighs> Kurt Angle like wrestling performance in there, <laughs> and he will fucking. He'll have him by the ankle at all. Oh, dude, ankle, yeah, ankle lock, and then he'll hit him with the angle slam, and, and he'll take the straps <laughs> off all of it, dude. Shout out to Kurt Angle though. He broke one with a freaking broken neck, dude. What? What? Broken what? Freaking neck, dude. Broken freaking neck. Pittsburgh zone. Uh, so let's let's keep it moving though. Cool about like uh, yeah, like I I do uh. Like I don't know, I'm with you though. Like Kulabau's no bum. He's no like scrub. Like uh, like I would like to. He's no Malcoon, but I I just don't don't trust you. And I and I like uh, Sting, even though he's coming off of a uh, get, getting finished. Uh, who did he get finished by? I just had the name up. Um, uh, Caceres. Caceres. Oh, that's not good. But yeah, 
That's yeah, that's a little concerning. But yeah, he's, got, he's got good chokes. Got yeah, good choke. yeah. So uh, Sung Woo Choi is part of a small parlay. That's my diagnosis here. Uh, I am yeah. not even going to attempt to say this gentleman's name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you want, me, you want to pass it off to me? Yeah, hey, you got it, dude. Hayaser Mahashate. Mahashate. All right, let's go. He, so he is, goes by Mahashate. That's usually what happens. And I mean, this kid yeah. looks like he's twelve years old. <laughs> uh, what's he? Twenty-two. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, 155 pounds, six foot. So he's pretty big. Yeah, uh, he's a big boy. He beat a guy named Achilles on the uh, Contender Series. That guy stinks. <laughs> he's fighting Good the Lord. legendary Steve Garcia. Who's also six foot. And who's also uh, fucking legendary. <laughs> <laughs> he beat the legendary Charlie Ontiveros. Talk about legendary. And Luis no, no Pena, joke. dude. No Your joke, favorite, Charlie Violent Bob Ross, dude, who's now in prison, I think. <laughs> no, he's fighting hey, for Titan free. FC. He just fought last free. weekend. That Did he win? Yeah, yeah he, he, he ground and pounded the guy. That was 24 and 25. <laughs> hey, free the guys. Um, no, but <laughs> listen. Back in the day, Charlie Ontiveros dropped Jeff Neal. All right? How, how that, long ago was that? It was... It was long ago, 2014. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> it, ha- <laughs> it happened. You're talking about during the Obama administration, dude? Kevin Holland was scared of Charlie Ontiveros, so he wrestled him. That, that's what happened. All right. Ontiveros got them hands. He's got hands. Now, if you if you breathe on him, he'll probably fall. But he can he he has axe kicks and shit. He's he's one of the listen, if you put him in there with Conor McGregor, I'm much I'm just saying, if he lands first, he wins. You know, if he, if he doesn't land first, he, you know, he's he's going to sleep. But anyway, I digress. That's uh, Steve Garcia's. That's his best win, I guess. <laughs> he almost fought Charles Jordan. That would be bad. Also, also uh, I was supposed to fight Peter Barrett, your boy. Love Peter Barrett. Uh, basically, I'm just going to sum this up by saying this Mahashate dude stinks. Okay. <laughs> oh come on. All right, he's 22, but he might as well be 13. Uh, he was plus 500 against Achilles. Estramadora, okay? That one, I don't know what, uh, Achilles is obviously in your foot, and Estramadora sounds like, you know, a tequila. So this guy's best win is against a tequila company. I, I mean, and it was a decision. Give me a break. This, and he also got dropped. Uh, he got rocked twice in the first round against that dude, who stinks. His best win was a guy who was 14 and 26. Like, so, so basically, <laughs> so wait, hold on. So what? What I'm getting from this is this is a fucking lock, dude. That, that this guy's going to sleep. Steve Garcia is going to kill this dude. All right, let's fucking go, dude. I'm locked. Gar- mean machine. How can you not take Mean Machine against this goddamn mechanic? Fire me up. I mean, Mister Machate, Mister Potato Head over here was plus five hundred on the Contender Series and won. And they said, "Yep, sign him." I mean, he's not ready, like at all. I mean, he could be something down the road, but he is not. He is not nearly ready. You know why he's Dana. on this card, though, right? Dana was like, "Yo, we gotta get we gotta get some guys in Singapore." Yeah, we he's need some Chinese big, gentlemen. He's a big deal in Singapore. They call him the the, the Chinese McGregor Mahashate. He's got a cool name. We call him Machete. Uh, me machine's gonna take this dude the fuck out. He's gonna take him to the cleaners mean and machine. clean the fuck up. Mean machine. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just, he's going to take him down. He's going to take him in the deep waters, and he's going to fucking drown him. 
I mean, this dude was literally plus. I mean, if he was plus five hundred on the contender series, there's got to be a reason, right? Like, they must have seen his zero and two, his victory against zero and two Damu Wu, and said, "Wow, he's probably not that good." They must have saw him go to the distance with uh, a Kembieke Akiyaki. So, you know, how the fuck do you say these names? <laughs> I don't know. All right, it's a, it's one of my rare gifts in life. Let's go. Uh, you know, I'm not very literate, but I can read names. Um, but yeah, like just off of him being plus 500 on the under, on the contender series, like seriously, they must have thought they must they know the people who write these odds make these odds knew that this Mahashate guy is a you know Mahash, Machete. He's not good. So, and Steve Garcia is a veteran. I mean, you know, I don't think he's, I don't think he's good or anything. Like, I don't think he's a world beater, but he, he's, he trains at Jackson Wake. Um, and went the distance with Luis Pena. He fought Alan Cruz in the regional scene. He fought Joe Warren. Uh, he has a split loss to Ricky Turkios. He beat Ronnie Lawrence in Bellator. Who, I mean, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good win, honestly. I know it was five, six years ago, but uh, he fought that Bustillos guy in Bellator. So he, he has some experience, if not for anything else. I mean, he had like five, six fights to start. His career was in Bellator. And then he, um, he was in Jackson Wink Fight Night. That's a organization? I didn't know that's what they had. Doesn't seem real. Jackson Wink. Okay. I thought they weren't even friends anymore, Jackson and Wink. Now they have a... I guess at the time they were. Jesus Christ. All right. Anyway, Steve Garcia has, has experienced, you know, Mahashate. It just has a cool name. So give me Steve Garcia to fucking roll minus one seventy five. I think inside the distance he's plus one twenty five. Uh, I parlayed him. I honestly I just parlayed his money line because I you know I don't want to get too crazy. Minus one seventy five honestly is good enough to to bet straight up. Bet a hundred yeah. to win seventy five. Is that is that is that how math works? I think so. Um, I mean that's that's fucking easy, dude. Like that is truly truly easy. He's gonna kill this dude. That's all I gotta say about that. Cash out another one that's easy. Brandon Allen, Jacob Malkoon. Uh We both kind of alluded to this uh, a little bit ago, but we're both we're both on Brandon Allen here. Minus three hundred, but I don't know what the I don't even know. Hey, I guess it's gonna be a parlay piece. Uh, his nickname is All In, but I am not always All In on Brandon. No, Brandon Allen. no, make no mistake about that. <laughs> don't I get mean, the wrong the idea. Here. <laughs> yeah, the Chris Curtis loss was bad. Uh, the Puna fight was a little scary. Uh, Strickland fucked him up. I don't know. He he he's he does some stupid stuff. And Jacob Malkoon, if not for anything, he tries. Okay, <laughs> he tries very hard. He's he had some good uh, wrestling situations Listen, in a couple get of these the fights. First nineteen takedowns. He's gonna yeah. go for a twentieth. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and it worked against Alisson, and it worked honestly it worked against AJ Dobson. Not great wins, but uh, you know Phil Hall sent him to the land of uh, ghost and ghost and shadows. Uh, <laughs> 10 seconds, but on, <laughs> he, he sent him to the land of wind and ghosts is where he sent him to. Fred uh, <laughs> and Allen, you know, I think he probably can get this finish, you know, if he standing up or on the ground, but he's, he's a lot, he's got like four inches of reach or uh, height on uh, height on him, but he's from Sladell, Louisiana, which means one thing. He's not very smart. So you never know what could happen with a Brennan Allen fight. I got him to roll here. I mean, the line's kind of ballooned, ballooned up, but Jacob Malkoon stinks. So give me Brennan Allen submission, maybe TKO. I'm not sure how he gets it done here, but I think he gets a finish. Yeah, I don't know. I think inside the distance is not a bad bet either. I don't know which way it's going to go. That's the big problem that I... Yeah. Uh, maybe an under. 
Maybe an under. That's not. All. I don't. I just don't. We never don't play have, unders. I but... never have the sack to do it. Yeah, that's why I never yeah, mention it on here. I just I don't. don't, don't have the sack either. I, 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 yeah, you know, I just. I'm a strictly straight up kind of guy. That's just how Big I like to work. Damn man, just fucking put it in. But <laughs> Kung, uh, Kung Ho Kang, Hong Kong. How you say this? Uh, Kung Ho Kong. Kung Mr. Ho Kong. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Yes, this is what Kung I was going to say. Dana, Dana Batergal. Bakari. Bakari. Yep. Because there's totally that totally is what <laughs> what that what that says. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Storm, as everyone likes to call him in the streets, just coming off of a uh, the one time we were actually betting with him, getting uh, spinning back fist and elbow, that was which was an absolute bomb spinning back fist from Chris Gutierrez. Yeah, Chris Gutierrez is a beast too. Um, and also he looked good in that fight until he, he got caught. What are you gonna do? Minus one thirty five, dude. I like yeah. I like Dana. You like Dana Bakari? Uh, minus one thirty on on Nevada on the VOD. Uh, Kung Ho Kang, Mister Perfect, as he likes to go by. Um, I kind of like him. I kind of he hasn't fallen in a little bit. It was he, he he looked good against Ronnie Yaya, but then he lost. I mean, you know, Yaya is tough to fight. Has a bunch of losses, but on the ground he is he's one of the best. Um, before that, he has a couple split decision wins, and you know, having a split against Brandon Davis isn't great. But he almost beat, beat uh, Ricardo Hamos, too. Um, has some good ground game. I just think, you know, I, I think Bakari's going to catch him. You know, the thing with Bakari, when he hits people, man, they feel it. And they do not like it. Uh, he should be the Mongolian murderer, if anything. But, um, you know, they, they both have a common opponent. And he put Brandon Davis the fuck out quick. Knees, punches, and elbows. Yeah. All of it. That's what Tapology said. They said pretty much he hit him with everything. Come get some of these nuts. <laughs> You don't see that much on typology. Win. Knees, punches, and elbows. Everything. Fucking everything. Um, and he, he put him out early. He put out Kevin Dot early. He put out Guido Canetti early. I mean, you know, great, not, not great wins, but he put these guys out early. When he hits guys, they feel it. Uh, I don't know if he dropped Chris Gutierrez, but he definitely uh, he definitely was giving him some business in the first round. His loss against Haile Alatang wasn't, you know... Wasn't great. He can be taken down and controlled, and that's that's Mister Perfect's game. So, uh, it's it's a tough one. Honestly, I think it's gonna be a really good fight too. Uh, give me give me ooh, give me Donna Bakari, uh early knockout. All right, I am going to go. I'm going to go Donna ba- Bakari as well. Yeah, uh, you you popped out right now, so I'm trying to get you back onto the uh, podcast right now. Uh, w- welcome back if you ever are able to join, because this you know because the the thing here is our technology here at the podcast is not the greatest. It's it, it's not good. Uh, it's very disappointing sometimes that stuff like this happens. But you know, oh, we're back. yeah, we're you back. are you are back. You can yeah, see so you can tell the difference when you get back in there, and you are back. But. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I don't trust uh, Kang, uh, Kong. I think it's Kang. Kang. Yeah. All right, I don't trust Kang. So I'm going. I'm going Bakari with the I or the Y at the end, which is non-existent, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Read this man's yeah. name and you tell me how it's spelled. Or how that makes any sense? But Silent L at the very end. Silent L. Uh, shout out to Bakari, and I'm, I'm all in. Next is Bakari. Le- oh boy, Silvana Gomez Juarez is one of these people. So, yeah, that's no good. And Nong Liang, Nong Liang, nah, nah, 
Yeah. No, so Silvana goes. Yeah. Are Torres. we betting Ah Liang? Nah, dude. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not betting either one of these girls, to be honest. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Don't listen, bet this fight. Um, There's the first one of the night, dude. Just it, while this is going on, you might want to go take a dump, dude. I love me some Argentine women. That's for sure. All right. If I ever go to Argentina, I'll probably never come back. I've said that about Spain. I'll say about Argentina as well. Never coming back. La Malvada. I, I don't think I've ever seen somebody coming off two first-round losses and be the favorite in their next fight. But here we are. We're here. We have we have arrived. Um, I mean, she had Vanessa Demopoulos, you know, seeing stars. She tried to send her to the land of winning ghosts, but she didn't want to go. So instead, so instead, she got fucking armbarred. Um, I don't know how that happened. Oh, come on, man. Not the land of wind and ghosts, dude. <laughs> you can't. You can't send them there. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck it happened. Dragon Girl is somehow the underdog here. Uh, that just goes to show you how bad Nah is. Nah. She is not good. Nah. Um, she's coming off of a ground and pound vicious loss from guard <laughs> to Ariane Carnalasi. <laughs> from guard, by the way. Um, <laughs> she's probably not going to win this fight. Oh, you think? You fucking think, dude? <laughs> Jesus. Being so disrespectful the right now. The problem is, the, pro- the problem is, Silvana Gomez Juarez is like 50, and she's coming <laughs> off two first round arm bars. I don't know how she manages to get her arm barred. Um, nah. Nah. Be- <laughs> Before she had the displeasure, misfortune of fighting Miss Carlossi, she fought Meng- Mengnan Lu. Who was zero and zero, and she armbarred. There you go. She did. Yeah, well, she got rid of her. She armbarred her, and before that, she fought Miss Feng, and she armbarred her. So, like, clearly, she has some experience with armbars. And Miss Silvana Gomez Juarez likes getting her armbarred. So that kind of makes me a little worried because Silvana Gomez Juarez, SGJ, La Malvada, is not the smartest. Um, Miss Naliang did lose to Maria Akapova in Heroin FC. Yeah. <laughs> they fought in heroin fc that's what it's called i don't know i don't listen there's an e at the end so maybe they're saying like a hero a heroin listen i don't care i don't want to hear it that was the main event i don't want to hear it they almost went to the second round maria agapova you know heroin heroin fc um she also lost to juliana velasquez and bellator uh, she's actually good. She also lost, lost to Miss Shakarova. Uh, I believe Lilia Shakarova is a coming off a loss to Laura Murphy, which is just not great. But uh, Na has beaten some ladies who don't have wins. So, uh, you know, Miss Barbara, I think that's uh, my fifth grade uh, lunch aide. Um, <laughs> Come on, man. She, wow. Wow. She beat Leanna Jojua like fucking way back in the day. What a win that is. Uh, Na Liang has been around, but nah, man. Give me uh, Silvana Gomez Juarez. Let me just say, don't bet this fight, but I'm betting Silvana Gomez Juarez. Do not bet this <laughs> fight, ladies and gentlemen. After what we just explained to you, we have no idea what's going to happen in this thing. I don't know what's going on. I don't trust either one of these ladies. Uh, <laughs> Na, <laughs> Na Liang is not good. She does yeah, not have a, not. she does not have a record or a strength she's of schedule that, <laughs> that I'm I'm happy about. But, oh, I don't think she's 25. No, and, and 
Uh, you know, honestly, I don't trust anything from overseas now. That dude was just able to fake his record to get to the UFC. Yeah. And then they still had him fight, and he got fucking destroyed. Uh, but I'll tell you what, that when that guy got up, he was throwing some heat. He tried. He tried. So, like, throw some and heat. And he was, he was wolfing after the fight, too, which I didn't love, but... La Malvada. All day long. La Malvada. <laughs> Jocelyn Edwards. Ramona Pasquale. <laughs> Oh my lord! So Ra- this Ramona really just had. took an ass beating by Little Nunes, if I'm not mistaken. She yeah. It, yeah, and she screwed our fucking inside the distance bet, which was awful. But uh, I think Ramona Pascal might be one of the worst fighters in the in the UFC. She is rough. She has she some is, takedowns. She is bad. So the thing is, she can she has some takedowns, and Jocelyn Edwards has been taken down like 737 times. Uh, you know, I, I think La Pantera has the easy stand-up event. I mean, if they stay standing for 15 minutes, I don't know how it goes 15 minutes. I mean, she's going to put Ramona Pascal into fucking orbit. Uh, Wait, Ramona Pascal is a mo- I'm sorry, where? And She's going to send it to the land of winning ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Ramona Pascal does not move her head. She doesn't really... She just kind of stands there. She wants to be a bobblehead. Uh, the thing about Jocelyn, Jocelyn Edwards, um, the Panamanian sensation, La Pantera, she uh she gets taken down all the fucking time. Uh, that's, jo- not, see? Rose- that's concerning. Je- Jessica Rose Clark did it whenever she wanted to, which she, she's a strong wrestling base, but she stinks. Uh, Carol Rosa did it whenever she wanted to. Um, <laughs> here's where I'm really going to get in red flag territory. All right, Jocelyn Edwards when she was in LFA lost a split decision to Sarah Alpar. So again, not good. The optics are not good, but she did beat Wu Yanan. Yanan Wu? Who? Yanan Wu. She did beat her. Uh, and beat, she beat Pamela, not to be confused with Pearl Gonzalez. Um, and Brenda Gonzalez. She beat all the Gonzalez's. The Gonzalez. Uh, um, yeah. The losses aren't great. Uh, but Ramona Pascual is, is, is really bad. Like, really bad. She might even, yeah. You know, she might even be able to get rocked or finished before she uh, ends up getting a takedown. Um, yeah, you know, she got, she got cooked by Janae Harding back in like 2016. Like that's just not good. That's you know? bad. So the Sarah, I, I I call your Sarah Alpar loss and I raise you a Janae Harding ground and pound destruction in E1 World Championship in 2017. So give me Jocelyn Edwards. I got her at minus 150 earlier uh, in the week. She's minus 175 now. Uh, A friend of mine got her like minus 120. Um, I think her money line, I think she rolls. I think she smokes Ramona Pascal. I mean, she could stay down if it happened. You know, that's a very gross fight. Uh, What should you tell these people to not do? Don't bet this fight. Yeah, don't do it. Trust me, do not bet this fight, ladies and gentlemen. Stay away from this. I'm betting Jocelyn Edwards, though. So So the main card starts at 8, but between you and I, it starts at 9. Yeah, or maybe eight forty, eight forty-seven. I don't know. Maybe just tune into the main card. Fire your bets in. You don't have to watch them. We'll let you know what happens. That's why we're yeah. here. And that's here. that. Uh, do you have anything else to get out? Uh, we, we can do some news and notes next week, I guess, because I'm not. Uh, I mean, other than Cheeto Vera and Dominic Cruz are going to fight. They're trying to do Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje. Yeah, I saw they want Chandler and Connor. Yeah, but that any Connor fight is so far off in my mind. It's just not. He's still not like you know. I don't know. I need more. I need more news first, or something oh, like that. To, to to back your boy Mahashate is the first Chinese contender series signee. So there you go. Oh, if it wow. goes to a decision, I think you know. 
I think somebody's going to have a, some, some, some grease in their pockets, if you know what I'm saying. I love um, that. Uh, Jake Paul, August 6th. He's coming back. Co-main, Amanda Serrano. We are back, back to back. We're coming back. Jake Paul, who do you think he gets it done? Who's he fighting? Uh, TBD. You think he beats him? <laughs> yeah, give, give me, yeah, give me him. He's fighting. So a, apparently, the rumor is he's fighting the whole fight, land of the Wind and Ghost, dude. I, I thought this fight was dead in the water. Like I thought it was completely dead, especially after Tommy Fury's last fucking pathetic showing. But apparently, he is the lead guy, and he's the rumored opponent. Yeah, because so it's going to happen. It's going to be an easy W for him. That's why he wants it's to fight gonna, him. So I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's still a boxer. He's a pro boxer. He, he stinks, he, though, I guess, dude. I guess he's technically a Fury. He stinks. <laughs> he he's like one of the only pro f- boxers I've seen with any kind of hype behind him who don't get knockouts in their like early stage of their pro career. Yeah, he's I don't know fighting if he know guys what. that look like me, and he's like he rocked the guy once in the last fight, but the guy was like talking shit to him. It's like. Dude, Jake, so apparently Jake Paul's going to cook him. I think he might cook him, too. Whatever his odds are, I'm probably going to take him. Jake Paul, money line. We are here, baby. Amanda Serrano, I don't know who she's fighting, but it's not going to be Katie Taylor, so she probably puts this, this female out to sleep. Uh, Amanda Serrano, what are you doing Saturday night? Hit me up. No. Um, we also have Edgar Berlanga, the Puerto Rican prospect, is fighting this Saturday. Um, I kind of wanted to take Romare Alexis Angulo, but he's like plus 210, and I don't think he's that good. Uh, Barranco is going to lose soon. He's he's undefeated. Hits fucking hard, but he he's not that good. Um, Jaime Munguia is also fighting on DAZN. I guess DAZN is still a thing. Can't believe it. Um, he's pretty exciting to watch. Daniel Dubois is fighting in Miami, Florida. Don King is promoting this fight. Yes, Don King is still alive. Um, other than that, there's not much not, not much in the boxing game. There's supposed to be a Charlo next week. Uh, his opponent. Injured his shoulder, so that's not happening. So, uh, Arthur Betterbeev is fighting next Saturday. He's one of the better light heavyweights in the world. Other than that, it's kind of a slow boxing uh, build until the Joshua fight at the end of July. So, nothing really much to go there. And there you go. That concludes us here for the Hot Take Hot Box Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. Enjoy UFC 275. I think it'll be a good one. Hopefully, you win money. Hopefully you win money. I think it'll be a good main card at the very least. Yeah, main card looks strong. Hopefully nobody drops out. Yeah. Jack, uh, Del, Jack Del Rio is fighting on that main card. Jack Del Rio is fighting a local co- a Democratic congressman. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to do that. We're going to fly them into Singapore immediately. Yeah. And that's that probably. So we'll be back next week. We'll, we'll give the breakdown of the card for this week. And then we have a card again next week. Where I mean, we have some PFL next week. I know you uh, are looking to see Shoeface fight Bruce Soto. Wow, uh, Jeremy Stevens. Shoeface doesn't lose. Jeremy Stevens is fighting Miles Price. Cassius Clay Collard's getting back in there. He's losing every week. It seems like Martine Held is fighting Natan Schult. Oh my god! It seems like they fought ten times. Yeah, they they P- caught, PFL PFL has the same like, guys fighting over and over. again. It's the ultimate like wait, didn't they just fight last week against each other? And you're like, oh wait, they've never fought. I just I don't know. It, it's the it's the ultimate Mandela effect is PFL. You think you're like, wait a minute, these guys fought like twelve times, yeah, and they just did. Same uh, or and in the same weekend we got Calvin Cater Josh Emmett, which is a great fight. Cater, big, Dude, this big card. Favorite. This is a pretty is good card. Tech, is this the Austin card? It is. I want to go to this card so badly. Dude, Emmett Cater. Cowboy Lozon. You got Tim Means and Kevin Holland. Albert Darayev is back in action against Joaquin Buckley. That's going to be a fight. Your, my boy, Garam Kudaladze. 
He beat that. Uh, he beat Gamrot. He's fighting Demir Ismagulov, dude. What a fuck! That's a fucking war. Absolute war. And then you have Yanez gets to make get some revenge against Tony Kelly. Yep. Court McGee, happens. Jeremiah Wells. That's a fucking banger. Deron Wynn, Phil Halls. That's it's, honestly a good matchup. The Cuban Missile Crisis is getting in there against Dude, uh, Gregory Rodriguez. The card with Kyle Dawkins and Roman Dolezal. That's nuts. Yeah, this is gonna be a good card. That I, I mean, okay, I sign see one, me up. I see one weak spot. I see one weak. Eddie Weinberg and Cody Stamen. Okay, I see two weak spots. <laughs> uh, Gloria. I, I listen. I like I like some GDP. I like some Gloria De Paula, but I do not like some Maria Oliveira. Okay, that is not good. Um, There's a bet right there. Oh man, I see a three week spots. Natalia Silva and Jasmine Jota Vicious. Oh, oh boy. All right, it's fine. Other than that, there's 14 fights. This is a really fucking good card. It's like, it's just like so deep. It's like everybody's kind of in the top 30, 40, or you know whatever. You don't have any uh, you know bottom feeders, if you will. <laughs> besides uh, Miss Jota Vicious. It's always good to see Court the next Conor McGregor McGee get in there. So uh, yeah, yeah. You I know. think hey, not to be uh, not to, not to. Look ahead, but I do have a Court McGee plus money ticket. There you go. Lock it in, ladies and gentlemen. I am not firing that because Jeremiah Wells is a savage and he's Philly a boy Philly boy, also. so I will never bet against any Philly guy. For the most but we part. do have we do have some good action coming in for the I think what? The next like let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So far, like the next ten weekends, we have UFC, and honestly, the, yeah, we are in the good, second so. of ten straight. So, yep, we got and, nine more. You know, we kind of had that slow dull. You know, the Hall, you know, Holly Holm, Ketlin Vieira, and Volkov Rosenstroy cards back to back. You know, after the Lakovich Rocket, so it's kind of been a dull. But we're here. Um, it's cr- it kind of crept up on it. Kind of got got kind of got here quick. But now we have some. I mean, we have Saruke and Gamrock coming up. Two seventy six is going to be a banger in July. Um, we're here, baby. And I will be here right with you on this podcast talking about the fights each and every week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Uh, like and subscribe to all of the different shits and whatnot. And we got, we, Matt, we, one day we'll tweet the link, I promise. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll maybe. Uh, I, I, maybe. I, I did tweet it last week, but I, I did b- both the podcast in the same day, so I just kind of tweeted them both out together. You will get, lot, right? We will get a separate link out today because this is a big UFC 276 card. Uh, I kind of uh, sometimes forget when it's a Rosenstruck and uh, Volkov card just because I yeah, know no one gives a shit. But we had a big week last week, uh, listenership. So, you know, somehow these people are finding this podcast. Uh, people from Toronto, people from, uh, I believe there's a lot of people from the, the United Kingdom, which were listening to there this last go. week. So, shout out to the UK. Shout out to all you. Thank I don't know you, if there's mate. bots out there listening. Oi, thank you. Um, thank you, lad. Thank you, lad. Mix like an Australian and oh yeah, out. no, I'm going in there, mate. It's gonna be Australian now. All right, now I'm getting out of here. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, Hot to Kabak Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. Until next week, go birds.